Welcome to the Holidays to Switzerland Travel Podcast. Your host is the founder of HolidaysToSwitzerland.com and the Switzerland Travel Planning Facebook group, Carolyn Schonefinger. On this podcast, you'll be joined by a variety of guests who share their knowledge and love of the country to help you plan your dream trip to Switzerland. Thanks for joining me on Episode 5 of the Holidays to Switzerland Travel Podcast. If you're planning a trip to Switzerland, chances are you've heard of the train excursion to the Jungfraujoch whilst doing your trip research. It's one of the most famous mountain excursions in Switzerland, and possibly the world, and it's the number one attraction of the Jungfrau region. I've been fortunate to visit Jungfraujoch on a few occasions, and it really is an incredible experience. It's one that you'll remember forever, so it's definitely worth considering including it in your travel plans. Today's guest is going to tell us more about the day trip to the Jungfraujoch, as well as some, as some of the other mountain excursions in the region. Now, don't forget you can find the show notes from today's episode with links to additional information at holidaystoswitzerland.com forward slash episode five. You can also get comprehensive information on the different rail passes available for travel in the Jungfrau region, including the Jungfrau Travel Pass, in my ebook, and I'll share a link to it in the show notes too. I hope you enjoy learning all about the Jungfrau Railways. Hi, welcome to today's episode of the Holidays to Switzerland Travel Podcast. Today we're going to be talking all about the Jungfrau Railways and my special guest today is Dario Gross, who is the sales manager for the company. Welcome, Dario. Thanks for joining us today. Hi, Caroline. Thanks for inviting me. You're very welcome. Now, it must be wonderful working for a company that uh, owns some of the most spectacular railways, not only in Switzerland, but in the whole world. What can you tell us about Jungfrau Railways and, and its history? Yeah, the Jungfrau Railways, it grew a lot, you know, during the last century. I say century because all started in the 1800s. A rich businessman called Adolf Gierseller, he had the vision to build a railway track from a Kleine Scheidegg to Mount Jungfrau. So he, uh, you know, uh, applied for the concession at the government at uh, 1893, and three years later, they started the constructing. So that was a major step for, for the whole project, for the whole uh, Jungfrau Railways. That's when everything started. And uh, 1896, they started to build the Jungfrau Railway track to Mount Jungfrau. And they finished 16 years later, but not on Mount Jungfrau. They finished actually on Jungfrau Joch known today as Jungfraujoch, top of Europe. Uh, so that's just because the, the money ran out and uh, they, you know, couldn't, couldn't reach quite the Jungfrau. But the Jungfraujoch, top of Europe, as we know it today, is as spectacular and amazing. And as, you know, still today, it's the top of Europe, uh, meaning it's the highest railway station in, in Europe. And it's pretty hard to comprehend, I think, that um, they managed all that amazing engineering all those years ago without the technology and some of the equipment that we have today. Yeah, it's a very good point, uh, Caroline. Um, you know, they had to dig a tunnel. So the whole routing is distance of nine kilometers and seven kilometers of those nine kilometers are is tunnel. So they had to dig with very primitive tools, basically. Um, they used a bit of uh, dynamite, but not as we, we, we know it today. But mostly it was, um, you know, handwork. And if you come here and you see 
this big rock of, of Eiger, where the tunnel uh, mostly goes through, it's hardly to believe that they did that. And it's amazing. It, it's a pioneering work indeed. Yeah, absolutely. So let's start with Jungfrau Jock, which is probably one of the most famous of all the Swiss mountain excursions. What can someone expect when they're planning a trip to the Jungfrau Jock? So, you know, I always suggest to, to my clients to start the, the journey from Jungfrau Jock down in Interlaken, um, to be exact, in Interlaken Ost. That's the first train station from the Jungfrau Railways when you come to the Jungfrau region. You, you know, take the train and you have two possibilities. You have two routings you can uh, choose. Either you go via uh, Lauterbrunnen or you go via Grindelwald to Kleine Scheidegg, the starting point, Kleine Scheidegg to the Jungfrau Joch. Um, I suggest my personal opinion, it's a good way to go from Interlaken Ost to Lauterbrunnen and see this very beautiful and um, amazing uh, Lauterbrunnen Valley in the morning when your mind is fresh and you see those 72 waterfalls and it's very iconic. Also through uh, social media nowadays, the Lauterbrunnen Valley became very popular and you have actually the best view from our trains. So you take the train up then from Lauterbrunnen to Kleine Scheidegg, which is a roughly 40 minutes train ride. And then you take the Jungfrau Railway, as I, as I um, uh, told you before, the last journey. It takes you 35 minutes to go to the top of Europe. When it started in the 1912, when they had the first train ride to the Jungfraujoch, actually, the journey took one hour and 15 minutes, and nowadays only 35 minutes. And when you arrive up there, you can do a, a self-guided tour. And the first stop is the beautiful Vantage Terrace on the top of Europe, where you see the beautiful UNESCO World Heritage and the longest glacier in Europe, the Aletsch Glacier. And you can, you know, continue the tour. It's really easy to do, self-guided, as I mentioned. And then you go through the Alpine Sensation, which is a little museum where we tell the story about how they built the tunnel up to the Jungfraujoch. You can, you know, go on the glacier. Uh, you have the glacier experience. There is the Lindt Swiss chocolate heaven. And if you have a bit more time, you can even, you know, hike for 45 minutes to a Alpine uh, hut. And it's a groomed path. So you don't need like real uh, good mountain gear, just uh, solid shoes. Uh, to reach this uh, alpine um, hut, the Mönchsjochhütte, which is a hidden gem. That sounds like something uh, really adventurous to do. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, you have snow and ice all year long. So, you know, now today uh, we have 31 degrees Celsius down here in Interlaken. And on the top of Europe is very cool. So it's uh, fresh and still there's snow all year around. Great. Now, are reservations necessary on the trains? It is mandatory for groups. In Switzerland, groups are uh, considered 10 persons or more. For individuals um, in Switzerland and also on the Jungfrau Railways, they can hop on and hop off any train they want. They don't need to pre-reserve any trains. But um, we do have a bottleneck on Kleine Scheidegg to Jungfraujoch. And there, it's not mandatory for individual uh, guests, but there you can uh, make a reservation online on jungfrau.ch um, to have your uh, guaranteed departure time and you don't have to stand online. But just for this section. Okay. Now, you mentioned that there's two routings to get to the Jungfraujoch at the, at the moment, either via Lauterbrunnen or via Grindelwald. But I believe the company is building a cableway from Grindelwald, which will reduce the travel time. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, that's correct. So we're building since 2017, we're building the V Cableway project and has eight sub projects. And the whole project 
costs 500 million Swiss francs, so half a billion. And it's amazing, the big construction site you can see in Grindelwald. And it has, as I mentioned, eight sub-projects. I just go close into three sub-projects. Uh, one is the Grindelwald Terminal, which is, we can imagine, like a little airport where you arrive there by train and then you buy a sub-pass, you get to this big terminal. And from there, you can either choose to go up to Mount Mannlichen, a cable car bringing you up there now today in 19 minutes, three years ago, or, or actually like last year, it was only, it was 30 minutes. Or as of 5th of December, where the project will be finished and the Igor Express will have its maiden voyage, um, the Igor Express brings you straight to the Igor Gletscher, the Igor Glacier Station, in 15 minutes. If you take the train from Grindelwald via Kleiner Scheidegg to Igor Glacier, it takes you one hour and with the Igor Express, 15 minutes. So you save a traveling time of 45 minutes. Yeah. And okay. the Igor Glacier will be the basically new um, get away to the Jungfraujoch top of Europe during the whole year. And in winter, of course, you're going to be way faster on the slopes as well, because in winter, all this becomes the Jungfrau ski reach. Sure. Now, as well as the Jungfrau, uh, Jungfrau Joch, what are the other railways in the company's portfolio? Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. So I mentioned how um, everything started with the Jungfrau Railways holding. Um, nowadays, we have uh, more than uh, nine companies actually uh, consisting the Jungfrau Railways holding. You know, there is as well the First Cableway. Mm -hmm. That's um, a cableway which brings you from Grindelwald to Mount First. Grindelwald First Top of Adventure, we call it. There is, if you take the train from Milderswil to uh, Schienige Platte, um, that's uh, top of Swiss tradition, uh, harder country. Top of Interlaken, uh, a funicular arrive from Interlaken uh, to um, the, the house mountain, we call it in Interlaken, uh, Hardecombe top of Interlaken. And all these different uh, mountain excursions, they um, they just go beside the Jungfraujoch top of Europe. So you should, when you come to the region, yes, go to the top of Europe and do the other mountains because on every mountain there's something, you know, else to see. Um, there's every mountain has its like, you know, speciality. To put yeah, it that exactly. Way. Yeah, and you mentioned the Schinniger Platte. It has the Alpine Garden, for instance, and it and it finished. You've got all those adventure activities, the, the fire and the glider and so forth. So that's correct. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, and the the Schinniger Platte um, is a good example. We have uh, an Alpine Garden with six hundred fifty different uh, Alpine uh, flowers, and among them, of course, uh, the Edelweiss. So, you know, we really try to portray the top of Swiss tradition there. We also, every train uh, which arrives on Schienige Platte between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. is welcomed by Alphorn, uh, Alphorn players. Yeah, and that, that's a sound that you never forget. It's beautiful. That's correct. That's correct. And yeah, also on Grindelwald first, the different uh, adventure activities you mentioned, you have the first cliff walk which is, you know, free of charge, accessible for everyone. Uh, you get beautiful pictures from up there. We have the zip lines, the first glider and the first flyer. Uh, we have mountain cars, we have scooter bikes, but there's also a hiking El Dorado. One of the top hotspots is the Lake Bachalp, which is a beautiful alpine lake. Plenty to do in the region, that's for, for sure. For sure, for sure. Now, for those that, who are coming and going to spend a few days in the region, there's a Jungfrau travel pass available. Can you tell us how that works and what that covers? Yeah, 
So the Jungfrau Trial Pass you can uh, get uh, as of uh, three days, three consecutive days up to eight consecutive days. So if, uh, you know, we have guests here which stay two, three nights in the Jungfrau region or in the Interlaken holiday region, it makes uh, definitely sense to get the, the Jungfrau Travel Pass because then all those mountain excursions which I just mentioned uh, are included. The Grindelwald Fierst, Schienigerplatte and Harderkolm are included and you get a very good deal to the top of Europe. You only pay 69 Swiss francs additional to the Jungfrau Travel Pass and then the Jungfrau Joch top of Europe is also included. If you get the pass as of five days, five consecutive days, even the boats are included on Lake Brienz and Lake Thun. So for people, for guests who come here to the region for a, for two, three nights, as I mentioned, this is definitely a good pass to get. So yeah, it's very economical for them to do more than one excursion. For sure, for sure, exactly. Okay, now are all the railways and cableways open all year round? That's a good question, Carolyn. Um, so yeah, the Jungfrau Top of Europe is open 365 days and the Schienige Platte and the Harderkulm, they are uh, closed during winter and Grindelwald first becomes a ski region. So it's key Eldorado on uh, Mount First. So this is on, also open almost 365 days. It would, it's closed for uh, maintenance in November, but opens mm -hmm. then for the ski season. Okay. So even if you're visiting in winter, you can still do the Jungfrau Jock excursion. That's correct. Excellent. But we can't leave without asking you, what are your top tips for someone visiting the Jungfrau region? My top tips is, of course, uh, visiting the Jungfrau Joch top of Europe. You know, why don't you want to be on the highest railway station in Europe on almost 3,500 uh, meters or 11,000 feet? Um, this will approximately take you for sure half a day with the journey to, you know, enjoy the whole scenery. And then when you come back to Interlaken, uh, stroll around the city of Interlaken, which is, uh, has a beautiful uh, park in the middle of the town. And then, you know, around when it gets to dinner time, you should definitely go to Harderkulm and have a dinner up there. And Harderkulm uh, has evening departures. The last funicular down to, to Interlaken goes at 9.40 p.m. So enough time to end this beautiful day with a glass of wine or, you know, they have the coldest beer in Interlaken, which is true, actually. And the food, the kitchen is great. You get, you know, traditional Swiss food, as for, uh, for example, fondue um, or other schnitzel or other um, great, great um, dishes as well. So um, this is something, this is how I would, you know, plan one day. And I bet you get wonderful views also. Yeah, definitely. The view from Harderkulm on the platform, you can uh, see Lake Thun, you can see Lake Brienz, you see Interlaken below you and you can see in the backdrop Eigermank and Jungfrau the majestic three mountains here in the Bernese Oberland and you know it's only an eight minutes uh, funicular ride from Interlaken so it's quickly done. Wonderful well I for one can't wait to get back to the region that's for sure so thank you very much for spending time with us today and answering all those questions and I'm sure that all the listeners will be ready to book their trip to the Jungfrau region as soon as possible. Yeah, definitely. Thanks so much again for inviting me and uh, take care and stay sane, Caroline. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. For more great resources on planning a trip to Switzerland, make sure you visit holidaystoswitzerland.com where you'll find trip planning tips, destination guides, information on transport, including Swiss rail passes, and much more.
You're also encouraged to join the Switzerland Travel Planning Group on Facebook, where you can ask questions and chat to other past and future travellers to Switzerland. You'll find show notes from today's episode at holidaystoswitzerland.com forward slash podcast. And be sure to subscribe to the Holidays to Switzerland Travel Podcast so you never miss an episode.